Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Battleground. Um, So if you're an American and you've been going to the grocery store and tracking the costs of those groceries, you've likely noticed the skyrocketing cost of eggs and probably wondering what the heck is going on. Um, So today we've got, of course, legendary political reporter also has legendary hair her name is selena zito she's all over the place and i'm sure you've seen her columns in the washington examiner and in the new york post um from her dispatches from the middle of somewhere uh and we created this segment called uh boots on the ground because well selena's boots on the ground just about everywhere um you've got this this great column out um where you did a deep dive on the skyrocketing cost of eggs and the, and the column is called avian flu is crushing our farmers. So what the heck is going on here? Yeah, it's really, you know, all of us are feeling the pinch. It's, it's really, I mean, there's very few things that we make, whether we're baking or cooking or just making our kids, uh, eggs in the morning or waffles or pancakes, whatever. Eggs are almost in everything. It's an American staple. Americans love their eggs. And the prices are in, insane. Uh, I mean, they're upwards of $7 uh, a dozen. I've seen all the way up to $10 a dozen. Uh, when, when some families go through two dozen a week and they're mm-hmm. used to paying under $2 for a dozen, that takes a, th- that just, sort of adds to the economic stress that people are feeling. However, I think it's important that we understand that we are not the only ones really going through a very hard time. The poultry farmers and um, in this country, I'll, I'll, there's thousands of them in Pennsylvania alone, let alone across the country, are going through an e an even worse economic, but also a very emotional um, um, impact with this, um, with what's causing this. And that is the avian flu. 
we haven't seen an avian flu outbreak in, in, in the manner that we saw since uh, 2014, and it wasn't even as bad as it is today. Uh, the, the flu tends to spike and peak uh, between March and uh, September, and it, it kills millions and millions of flocks of, of, um, of poultry. We're, we're also talking about uh, turkeys, not just chickens, but it also impacts eagles and hawks. And, and what a farmer has to go through to protect their flock uh, is, is unbelievable. They have to spend several times a day dressing in a biohazard suit, testing all of their birds, testing the flocks, wiping down their walls, wiping down their stalls, not letting their birds out. And then it's in, there's a huge cost and time sort of, you know, wrapped into that. But then you add in the isolation that it causes because the, this, um, this flu can come into your um, facility, come into your farm, even from a speck on the tread of a tire of your Amazon deliverer, or the or the people that are bringing your fertilizer, or the pe people that are picking up your kids from school on the school buses. I mean, they have they have missed church, they have missed gatherings uh, because they're afraid to go out, and and so the impact isn't just. Uh, economical it's also emotional yeah what, what i find sort of unbelievable is that the farmers are are taking all of these precautions all the things that you just said we're in biohazard suits disinfecting all of their equipment it's tedious it's costly it just takes a long time it has an unbelievable emotional toll on on the farmers as well because they have to isolate themselves from all the things that they love right. in society uh, their community their church wh right. wherever it is that they gather and so this this problem it obviously inflation is a part of it reckless right. government spending is a part of it it just yeah. costs more to do everything to, to farm to produce the eggs uh the the diesel in the trucks to get the eggs to the grocery store all of those costs are passed off on the consumer and that hurts our pocketbook as americans and believe me when i tell you i got five kids we go through a lot of eggs and it gets costly really really fast yeah but the the emotional toll that this has taken on our farmers and and to me this is something that that i think is has not been talked about not not even enough but not even at all throughout this crisis and i think most americans are just content to blame you know what's happening on inflation or reckless government spending but the problem is more complicated than that you talked about avian flu but the uh, the part and parcel with dealing with the avian flu is how our farmers are struggling. You mentioned to me, I think, in a conversation last week, or maybe it was this week, about how after combat veterans, the next demographic or profession in this country with the second highest suicide rate in the country are our farmers. Farmers and ranchers. They are two times more lucky to commit suicide uh, than than any other occupation outside of a military veteran. It's it's crazy to me, Selena. And, 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 and and it's not something they talk about. Suicide is not something you talk about in the farming community. Uh, and, and you're supposed to be strong. You're supposed to be the pillar of the community. You're supposed to be the provider of food for the nation. 
So it's not something that's ever spoken about. And there are oftentimes there are suicides that we don't even get counted. You know, farmer um, rolled over on their tractor. Um, and, and, you know, there are plenty of farmers that I talk to that have said that would have never happened with that farmer. That farmer is too good to be, you know, too, too skilled to have done that. Right. So that question lingers. And, and, you know, I, th I think that the, the, we, we're not even thinking about um, how we as consumers um, are contributing to the spread um, of, of the, you know, the avian flu comes from geese flying over our head in their <laughs> migrating patterns. And that, that, look, Selena, that's 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 what shocked me through all of this, yeah. all of the rigorous steps that farmers take to protect their flock. Right. But how do you protect your flock from 60,000 Canadian geese that fly over and and basically contaminate? The flock, and 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 what's what's seriously crazy about this is just how contagious the the avian flu is. You know, you mentioned like you know a UPS driver delivering a package to my home, and if I had chickens that that provided my family with eggs, and maybe the UPS driver steps in and droppings, drives to a farm, a poultry farm next with a flock. The droppings from his shoe can contaminate that flock, and once one bird is infected the entire flock could be wiped out. And we're seeing farmers have to euthanize and kill millions of no. these chickens, which not only has a, a, a adds another layer to that emotional toll, but it's part of the reason why eggs are rising in cost so rapidly. Yeah, absolutely. It, 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 I mean, and people are doing it unknowingly. You're your bird feeder. You go to, I mean, there's whole sections at Tractor Supply and Walmart where you can get everything you ever needed to raise chickens, including <laughs> the little chicks. Well, <laughs> yeah. there's no regulation. Um, and, and I know, you know, I'm, I'm in the same camp about how we feel about regulations uh, on on family you know families um, having chickens however they're not under the same scrutiny they're not following the same procedures that farmers are and there's a wild chance that they could be spreading the um, disease unknowingly as well and it, it's just devastating for the um, for these farmers I, I, I will say that the state of Pennsylvania the AG department has done an incredible job. They've really educated the farmers. They've provided whatever they need in terms of trying to um, keep their farms um, self-contained. Obviously, as, after we've talked about that, it's almost impossible to think about trying to contain it, right? But I think that we need to educate the public better about um, how we cannot contribute to it as well until this crisis is over. This crisis began in Europe uh, and, and, and if you look at the migrate, I've become a real expert on migrating birds, <laughs> but who, you know, who knew, right? But the migration I... starts in Europe, goes over across, uh, Canada, and then comes down through the United States and into, um, South America. And they're in their third worst year of having it. And those birds are coming again. Come April, we are very highly at risk. I don't know how, what, what can stop it from us having a third year of a highly contagion avian influenza. 
Yeah, it's scary stuff. And Selena, would so appreciate your reporting on it because, frankly, no one's talking about it. And I think there is an educational component that has to come with this, uh, teaching the public about you know, what the heck is actually going on, things right. that affect their life every day. Um, so awesome, awesome, awesome report Thank on you. that. Um, seriously, it was it was incredible. It was um, really, um, as, as I was doing all the research for this story, right, I was stunned at how no one else has written that story. And I don't mean that from an ego point of view. I, I you know, of my natural curiosity is like, okay, the prices are high. Okay, why? Inflation, mm -hmm. absolutely. However, this is bigger than any other part of our um, our nutrition. Why is this one bigger? You, you got to be curious enough to find out the whole story as opposed to only part of the story. Yeah, well, that's why we love you. That's why that's why I'm going to keep talking to you as much as humanly possible, as much as you'll have me. Um, so I want to shift gears for a second um, and talk about the tale of three counties. You had a piece. Where, where'd you, where was that piece placed? Was it in the Post-Gazette? It's in Tales. the Post-Gazette. If people want to check out all of my reporting, they can go to selenazito.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-I-T-O. Sign up for the emails. They're free. They're fun. And they're not fattening. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just going to push that. Do what she tells you to do, people. Yeah, um, so okay. the Italian grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so what the hell is going on <laughs> with the Pennsylvania Republican Party? I, I, reading that article, it looks like there is a fracturing that's going on in Republican committees, uh, especially in, in Western Pennsylvania. And if, if you pay attention to Pennsylvania politics at all, you know that Western Pennsylvania is, is the Republican wall. Republicans that run statewide in the state of Pennsylvania have a tremendous advantage if they're from the West. Um, so my question to you is, is what we're seeing happening in these committees normal? Yes, it is normal. However, it is at, at a level that um, <laughs> I have never seen before, but that doesn't mean it won't all come back together. I must have done a, a, a good enough job because the New York Times is now following me in, in Butler County and I'm following <laughs> up on that story. So I'm wait, wait. So what are the counties? So break down the county. We got Washington County, we got Butler County, and we have Allegheny, Allegheny County. Allegheny. So three. So uh, most people don't know this, but Allegheny County is is the most populous Republican county in the state, even though it's a heavily Democrat county right. um, in a general election. More Republicans live in Allegheny County than anywhere else in the state of Pennsylvania. Then you have Washington, which is a Republican stronghold, and Butler County, which is which is also a strong which is also strong for Republicans. And those fracturing, I don't maybe fracturing is too strong of a word, Selena, but there is no, 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 it's not very intense internal debate. It isn't yeah, okay. There, there is fracturing. I mean, look, every gener not every generation, every couple of years there's a movement. And and the, and the uh, within any political party, uh, you know, it's not just the the, the Republicans. But uh, let's just stick with the Republicans. Ten years ago, it was the Tea Party, and and before the Tea Party was Pat Toomey, and there wasn't really a movement 
Uh, this is 2004. He ran in a primary against Arlen Specter, almost beat Arlen Specter. And when I say almost, I mean like by a thousand votes he came wow. in. And wow. and uh, in a in a Republican primary, and that and then those are hints that tell you that a party and a and a coalition is shifting, uh, and and four years or six years later, Toomey wins. He wins the primary. He wins the general election. He wins again in twenty sixteen. It is interesting to me because Pat Toomey hasn't changed. But there are portions of the party that say, I loved Pat Toomey in 2004. I, I couldn't have voted for him in, in a primary last year. And be, because of that, you have to sit back and say, well, has Pat Toomey changed? Not really. Pat Toomey is the same guy he's always been. It's the coalitions that change. We move, our, our, our coalitions in both parties move a couple inches, uh, sort of like a, how an earthquake shifts the, the ground and uh, every, every cycle, every year. And, and so the problem is, is a lot of these fractions, and I'm going to call them the patriot groups, uh, who, because most of them does, um, um, identify themselves as like the patriot group, the problem is, is that they start to demand litmus tests. You can't be part of the party if you support this. And you can't be part of the party if you support that. And you're not conservative enough if you did this. What you end up doing is boxing out all the people that actually do the hard work, the volunteering and, and the party building that make a party viable in a general election. And, well, that's, and, and Selena, let me just tell you, like, if this were deep red, you know, I don't know, Alabama, Mississippi, our, a state that's what, R plus 30. Right. And I, I don't know the political makeup of those states. I'm just a deep red state. Right. Um, maybe what you were talking about isn't that big of a deal. Right. But in a state like Pennsylvania, where Republicans already have the deck stacked against us, in other words, uh, we we are at a significant registration deficit. In other words, that, that what that means is, is that Republicans can't win in this state statewide with Republican support alone. You have to build a coalition. Exactly you need right. a, you need at least at least fifty percent, sixty percent of independents coming your way. You need to you need you know moderate blue collar Democrats coming your way as well. So litmus tests in a state like Pennsylvania, where you're pushing conservatives, good strong conservatives to the margins, is not good. The party yeah. the party itself needs to be united, especially moving into a critical critical twenty twenty four cycle. Yeah. So Butler County is my favorite hot mess. Um, <laughs> oh, I know all about Butler County. <laughs> there was, and I'm going to try to use, explain it in the most economy of words, right? There was the established Butler County mm -hmm. uh, party that was sanctioned by the state party. It's been around for a gazillion years. Then there was this faction that decided that they were going to be the Butler County. They wanted the power. They didn't get the power. So what did they do? They incorporated the Butler County Establishment Party's name legally. The state party then was like, ah, which is so weak and so ineffective and, and so unable to be able to tie their own shoes. They're, 
they turn around and give it give it to this um, new party who stole the name. Then there was a third part who joined in with the second part to oust the original party. And then the, they then all get together. They have this new party, and then they're now fighting. <laughs> yeah, and so, so the, it's the, a the mess. original party people said, "Y'all know what? Uh, we're just going to go over here and be normal." and do what we're supposed to do, which is recruit good candidates, uh, a, a mail-in ballot program, and register party and, and register voters. And y'all can figure out your little you know, soap opera. And then as I was driving home from Butler, I found this fourth faction um, that I forget what, I think they called themselves the Impassioned Republicans of Butler County. I can't I quite remember. So I, at the end of the day, it's all going to come together. But uh, right now, it's like watching as the world turns. <laughs> I think it's going to come together, too. I certainly hope so. We need yeah. to. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts as a, as a Republican. I, I We have to. There's right. there, It's a zero-sum game for us. And last thing I'll say, because I don't want to keep you too long, but Democrats have these problems, too, especially in Western Pennsylvania, where you have a very strong coalition of blue collar Democrats, moderate Democrats, working class Democrats, union Democrats, who oftentimes find themselves up against radical socialist progressives. Right. Right. So so Democrats have their their share of chaos as well. Oh, yeah. By the way, Republicans don't have. The um, you know, the, they're not the only ones. The Democrats are having their own hot mess going on. Mm-hmm. Well, as always, Selena, thank you for dropping by and blessing us with your expertise uh, from your dispatches from the middle of somewhere. Thanks. Uh, you're the best. We love you and keep up the great work. Thanks for having me. I'm going to shameless plug again. <laughs> SelenaZito.com. Sign up for the emails. Free fun, not fattening. And I look forward to next week. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Selena. Talk to you soon. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details what's out there is unknown so at uc san diego out we go because to take on the challenges of the here and now you gotta get your feet wet your eyes open and your mind out there way out there turning the unknown into cures culture and connections with each step forward so pack a bag a notebook and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further uc san diego Learn more at ucsd.edu.